0: Hey, everybody. Uh, do you have any plans for November 23rd and 24th? You don't? How about you head down to Long Beach for the 5th Annual Long Beach Comic in
1: With Sun, Sand, Surf, Superheroes, supervillains, and the Supernatural. Taking place at the Long Beach Convention Center. For further
0: information, go to longbeachcomicon.com. Embrace
1: your lust for the graphic novel. What's up, bees? This is Queen Goria. You should come check out my work after listening to Nowhere California with Bill and Josh. www.queengoria.com
0: Our friends over at Queen Goria currently have a Kickstarter campaign that will be working all the way until November 21st. Help our friends finish this passion project and be able to say that you helped bring an amazing creation to life. If you want to help, go to kickstarter.com slash project slash statue slash queen-goria-pilot-episode or go to queengoria.com for the link to the
1: Kickstarter. Royal listeners, since you love them so much, here is reissue number 7 where we discuss the legends
0: of of, Stan, comedy. of comedy. Yes, uh, depending on how long uh, between the last reissue and this reissue, you're probably wondering why it taking take you fucking so long.
1: Because We're lazy! Well, this is side B, am? And now that I've beaten, gotten through beating Josh unconscious, <sighs> dude, you're lucky you're still fucking breathing. Oh my! Angry. We are ready to continue the podcast.
0: Ow! All right, not no, no, no. That's how we edit. All right, okay. So, give it a quick. Now to move away from the favorites of today into our legends portion, we will take a quick pause for the names that. Would have easily been on these lists, Mm -hmm. but we are getting tired of our long-term episodes. (laughs) Right. So here's the quick rundown of a rapid-fire honorable mentions. Okay, here we go. Uh, Jim Jeffery. Louis Black. uh, Theresa O'Neill. Mitch Hedberg. Dane Cook. Kyle Cease. Dennis Leary. Todd Glass. Dave Attell. And here's the quick list of the legends that we wish we had time for. Yes. And Um, Kaufman.
1: Sam Kennison. Steve
0: Martin. Rodney Dangerfield. Lenny Bruce. uh, Jay Leno. Brett Fox. Don Rickles. And Eddie Murphy. Thank you very much. Okay, now that the Rapid Fire honorable mentions list is done, it's time to move to the legends that have built the foundation for the comics of today and humor in general. Right. And the guy that comes first on my list is a comic that wasn't around for too long, but his impact is still felt today. Really? Really? Yeah. Bill Hicks. The name sounds familiar. Yeah, Check him out on YouTube and you'll understand who I'm talking about you'll realize who I am talking about. This artist was here only for a short period of time. But like I said, he made a huge impact. In a world where angry comics weren't even a choice, he stood with the mic in hand and verbally gave the world the middle finger. (laughs) From topics of drugs, government, family, religion, advertising, and everything in between, if the man had a thought on the subject, he was going to put it out there. As I sit here and try to figure out more things to say about him, I realize it's going to be too hard. He has to be seen to be believed. I would highly recommend the great, great documentary, America, American, The Bill Hicks Story. It is mandatory viewing for
1: any fan of stand-up comedy. You know what, I think I'm going to give that a look. I would highly recommend it to anybody. I am. Yeah. Cool. And uh, that was uh, that was Bill Hicks, right? Yeah, Bill Hicks. All right. Um, I, guess, um, I guess I'll guess i start off with mine. Um, one of my favorite comedy legends <clears throat> would have to be Bill Cosby. Can't argue. No. The man is so relatable, and he tells real funny, uh, genuine, and for the most part, clean jokes that everyone can enjoy. Now, he paints a real good picture on how he grew up in lower middle class, and what it was like, you know, raising his own kids. You know, one of the most notable characters uh, that was spun from his life experience was Fat Albert. I was never fond of the uh, Fat Albert TV show, but I enjoyed hearing about him in his standup. Yeah, that's recently too. I started listening to con-
0: stand-up comedy on Pandora, and Bill Cosby is on a lot when I listen to the George Carlin network. Oh yeah, and he—I just listened to a big riff about Fat Albert. I'm like you. I the Fat Albert cartoon show.
1: Eh, it, it, it was it was absent. Uh, it didn't have Bill Cosby's soul. Yeah, he may have been narrating it, but. It, it was kid-friendly. It was kid-friendly. Yeah, kid that was mostly it, it. It was better off having Bill Cosby do the impression, because that's what makes it golden, and that's what solidifies the character. I prefer uh, his interpretation of the character than uh, the actual show. But you know. But then also,
0: too, if it, the his interpretation of it actually made it to the live-action movie, it, the movie would have been a lot better.
1: It would have. It would have. And I, I missed out on the movie, and the thing is, I know Bill Cosby had a cameo, and I really... Uh, Maybe someday I'll I'll pop it in and see what it's about. It's worth watching. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll definitely give it a shot. And uh, one thing I can really recommend about Bill Cosby, if you can find it on DVD or VHS, watch the stand-up special Bill Cosby himself. Mm-hmm. Like I said, with yeah. American, the Bill X story, Bill Cosby himself, that is mandatory viewing. It is mandatory viewing if you love stand-up comedy at all. So that, that's what I have to say on it. Uh, uh, your next one, amigo. The legendary name That is Richard Pryor Oh oh, oh.
0: yes And like it did with uh, Christopher Titus I'm going to give you a little bit of a taste of his work Right Mm -hmm. now With this Uh, quote When the fire hits your ass It will sober your ass up quickly (laughs) I saw something I went Wow that's a pretty blue You know what that looks like fire (laughs) Fire is inspirational They should use it in the Olympics Because I ran the the 104.3 seconds Which, that little riff comes from uh, Richard Pryor's um, accidental burning. Yeah. With the crack pipe, which he calls milk cookies in (laughs) a bit. I love that. Yeah. But also, too, if you notice something with my list, most of my comics have had troubled backgrounds. Yes. And used that fuel to make their art. Well, Richard Pryor was one of those people that came from nothing, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Pryor became a legend with the hardships in his life and a lot more. Pryor had the drive and talent that made him a force behind the mic. He, his talent broke through the comedy walls and made it into the movie uh, theaters with some of the classic movies. One of my personal favorites of his is Brewster's Billings. Oh, yeah. His talent made a lasting impact in the world of comedy that can be still felt today. As the comedy community and Comedy Central placed Pryor in the top spot during the 2004 special, Comedy Central presents the 100 greatest stand-up comics of all time. Oh, wow. Have you ever seen
1: See No Evil, Hear No Evil? Another one of my personal favorites. You know, you get Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor together. Yeah. God, you know, they were like Abbott and Costello of uh, of, 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 of um, the 80s era. Oh, yeah. Uh, they they were just stupendous, fun to watch. Also, too, you look at them, too, you never think they'd be able to work off each
0: other that well. Uh, yeah. Not, been, never... not in putting a race issue in there or anything like that. You just
1: look at them and go, okay. You got yeah. a scrawny white guy, yeah, and you've got Richard Pryor, a real big buck, uh, you know, uh, really black guy. Yeah, uh, you didn't, you wouldn't think that this would match, but yeah. every, Boy, time, is. every time they were on stage together, it was freaking hilarious, and I just, I just have to get that out. Oh yeah, them. and um, you know, and Richard Pryor is a real big part of that. I, I love that yeah. I, him acting blind. Oh yeah, the blank stare. Oh point. yeah, perfect. Um, look, my other favorite comic legend uh, I love is. Robin Williams. Now, not only is he a terrific comedian and improvisationalist, but he is also a phenomenal actor. But, hey, would you really expect anything less from a Juilliard alumni? Nope. No, I I don't think so. And you know, to top it off, the man is a Legend of Zelda fan and loves to play video games. I mean, the man is in his 50s and he's still playing Call of Duty. That's hardcore. Yeah. You You know, you should hear... Some of his gaming stories—they're hilarious—and I can say, I can say more. But like all other comedians mentioned, his work just speaks for itself. Yeah, um, Robin Williams. Look up his stuff and just watch what he does. When, when you get that man on stage, oh, it's it, incredible. Honestly, with every single comic that we've
0: mentioned on this list, yes, yeah, scene is believing. Yeah,
1: magic. There's certain. There's a certain kind of a magic that uh, that seems to erupt when these. Uh, you know, people are on stage, mm-hmm. and I, I think nothing could be truer about the one we're about to mention. Yes. Now, all the comedians we've mentioned, they hold a really wonderful part in our hearts, but there is, um, uh, to those who know us, there is one comedian that holds the golden ticket to our funny bone, and I am, of course, talking about Carlin. Carrot, are you? Yeah. Are you fucking serious? Uh, chairman of the board was pretty funny. You paid money to see that piece of shit? I still have the stub. Dude, if you, are, if you are fucking serious, you can take your props and get the fuck out.
0: And if you actually believe me, you can shove it up your ass. Because, of yeah, course, because of it's course George it's... Carlin. I didn't think so. George Carlin okay. is the legend that will cap these two episodes. Mm-hmm. In the world of stand-up comedy, and comedy as a whole, this man is held in high regards to the whole entertainment community. He may have gotten beat by Richard Pryor on the Comedy Central list. But this
1: is our show, and we can do whatever the hell we want. (laughs) Damn straight. Now, as we can talk for hours about his work, and trust us, we can. Now, I would suggest letting the work speak for itself. The multiple albums, such as A Place for My Stuff, uh, Parental Advisory, Explicit Lyrics, uh, FM and AM, which we used as the titles of uh, the past two episodes, uh, the FM and AM album, took Carlin from the lounge act that everyone was accustomed to seeing him and taking him to the counterculture icon George was becoming.
0: And after the albums, it's impossible to forget the HBO specials. There's 15 in total, and HBO knew exactly what they had with them. As the first special opens, the HBO president at the time appears basically saying, you're about to hear some foul language, but this man's an artist, so suck it. (laughs) I'm probably paraphrasing there, but I digress. Finally, there is the print and word As the resume shows, George didn't use this medium too often But when he did, it was always gold Anything that has Carlin's name attached I would highly recommend checking out Even Jersey Girl But you may want to hold off on Scary Movie 3 His part was awesome,
1: but the rest of the movie was shit <laughs> You know, I can say so much on George Carlin uh, But the one thing I really want to touch on is Just how many doors were open for other comedians Like Louis Black and Robin Williams and Richard Pryor Uh, just because he wasn't afraid to say the seven words you can never say on television. Uh, I really believe that we wouldn't have a lot of the comedians telling the kind of jokes uh, they tell today if not for Carlin starting the revolution. And also, no matter what album I'm listening to of his, it's just like hearing the jokes for the first time. And not too many comedians do that for me. No, it's either you get it or you just don't.
0: If you don't get it, no worries, you won't get too many death threats. In everyone's life, there's those moments when you realize how your sense of humor is formed. It could come in multiple ways, from hearing your first fart to watching your uncle go down the front stairs after his third Jagerbop. <laughs> I'm proud to say mine, and I could honestly probably say with Phil, oh, yeah. his sense of humor was formed, our sense of humor were formed by Carlin. And if you notice, in his last few roles, George was setting up the next generation. In about 10 to 15 years, those kids that have watched Tarzan 2 or Cars... They'll stumble across Carlin on YouTube, or just hear his voice in general, and they're already locked in. <laughs> it doesn't matter how many years have passed, George will always have
1: the last seven words when he comes to comedy. Well, we have now officially completed one of our bucket list episodes, a tribute to the late George Carlin.
0: When we first started this podcast, I knew we had to do one for Carlin, so mm-hmm. there you go.
1: Yep, it's done, and I'd have to say, I think... It's done very well. Yes. All right. And on that note, I guess we need to get our business out of the way. Ah, uh, yes. Let's let's give it a start, sure. W- with the new
0: year, we're going to start tightening up more things. We're yeah. going to have no more long-form episodes, so you're not going to have to sit here for three hours listening to us yammer about crap. Nope. And then also, too, we are going to start gunning for two episodes a month, so you're going to get more of us. T- aren't you thrilled? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You'll get more of
1: us, but in lesser quantity. Lesser quantity. So... But same quality. Yep. As with every episode, we always end with a stupid game. And we always will have a stupid game. <laughs> yes. And the name of the game is... Silly-ass acronyms. Yes. And since this is a George Carlin episode, I decided to pick TIT as the acronym. T-I-T. T-I-T, yes. it's a, As George Carlin says, it's a cute name. It sounds like a nickname. Tits. Tits meets toots, toots, tits, 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 toots. Now that the reference is out of the way, my first beginning with the acronym TIT. My uh, first little gag. Tell it, Tom. Tourette is terrific. uh,
0: Twist it, (laughs) Twigger. Tweak Ivan's tentacles. Tuck it, Tiffany. Tuck it, Theodore.
1: Trip it, Troy. Thurman, insert Tom. Tip and tally. Time is tipsy. Tell Ingrid Tripe. Tits is terrific. You know what? I don't think I could could top that one. Really? No, I don't think I can. I had a a whole bunch. I shot them out, but... Tits are terrific. Tits are terrific. Tits is terrific. Sorry. Tits is terrific, and I don't think Judge Carlin could say it any better. So we won't.
0: See ya. And these are reruns, so we just throw them whenever we want to throw on a rerun. So that that uh, ends our first two-parter, which was kind of a big step for us. It was! Yeah, after doing our uh, once-a-month episodes, our marathon episodes, and then finally deciding, oh, let's, let's bring this shit in. Yeah, let's
1: <laughs> give it a shot. I thought we were running out of ideas back then.
0: Yeah. And now we're getting up to, we're recording 46 as of today, yeah. August 19th, I think 2013.
1: Doing, I think we're doing really well, considering I ran out of ideas
0: a long time ago. Uh, I, I, I fart when I get an idea. Yeah,
1: Sweet. <laughs> and on that sentimental note, we're <laughs> listening to Reissue 7.